Hi, I'm Sekou Remy, and I'm an assistant professor at Clemson University, and I'm a member of the IEEE Special Technical Community on Cloud Computing, and... I'm Rob Ritchie. I'm a um, research professor at the University of Utah, um, and uh, I work in the area of um, networking and operating systems and distributed systems, and a lot of the work that I've done um, has gone into building experimental environments for that type of research, um, because these are areas of research that are very heavily uh, empirically based. And so, you know, we need good environments to do um, uh, uh, in, order to, in order to evaluate our ideas. So I've put a lot of effort into um, uh, been building something for about 15 years called Emulab. Um, uh, you know, more recently we've been building a, um, a major part of the National Science Foundation's Genie project. Uh, and then, you know, we're just now getting started on building um, uh, uh, cloud lab, which is a cloud uh, computing testbed. Right. Okay. Um, so, what's your definition of cloud computing? Uh, so, I intentionally have kind of a vague definition of cloud computing. So, uh, I guess the the glib version of my definition would be that a cloud is somebody else's computer, right? <laughs> so, I mean, the basic idea behind a behind um, you know, what we call cloud computing is that you take, um, you know, resources that, you know, five or ten years ago you might have run yourself, right? Mm -hmm. uh, uh, but instead you rent or lease or borrow time from somebody else to run those on their computer, right? And that can be computation time, it can be storage, uh, it can be, um, uh, you know, even in some cases networking. Um, but but really, it's about this model where you have a facility that somebody else uh, um, you know owns and manages uh, that you get time on. So that's a pretty broad definition, right? And it can encompass a whole lot of things. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, you know, but I mean, the truth is that cloud computing is basically a marketing term, right? And so a lot of people apply that same term to different kinds of uh, um, uh, to different kinds of uh, things. So you know, the NIST report, for example. You know, tie you know helps define areas like software as a service and platform as a service and and and, and infrastructure as a service, and all of those are you know just other just various forms of um, you know renting time on somebody else's computer. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. So um, let's talk a little bit more about NSF's cloud project or cloud. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so what happened is that. A lot of the technologies that went into what we now call the cloud, um, a lot of them have their genesis in some form or another in academia, right? So the, you know, obviously virtualization is a really big deal. Um, you know, is one of the things that has enabled the thing that we currently call the cloud, right? Mm -hmm. yes. um, uh, you know, both of hosts, um, so virtual machines, um, and in terms of networks. So you know, like the the current area of software-defined networking, and these are all things that in some form or another, academia kind of helped to provide at least the seed for them, right? Okay. Um, and, but then we run into this problem where, so now cloud computing is, a, uh, um, is an important thing and it's a big deal and, you know, we want to do work on it, but, you know, now academics don't have access to the facilities that they need in order to continue to, to, to help um, you know, provide some of the fundamental breakthroughs that will push what we currently call a cloud into, you know, whatever it is we call a cloud or whatever term we use for it, you know, um, you know, in a few years, in a few decades, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And so, um, um, because, you know, really what you need, if you're somebody who's going to work on researching cloud computing, right, what you need is not to be a user of a cloud. You need to actually be able to build your own cloud. Mm -hmm. So um, the, uh, this is kind of a hokey analogy, but, you know, if you want to study um, architecture, right, and you want to move forward architecture and, and, you know, material science and all the things that go into building buildings, you can't just go, like, rent an apartment and sit in it and, you know, <laughs> expect to learn how buildings work, right? You have to actually, you know, build, like, a scale model and understand the plumbing and the electrical systems and the structural systems and all that kind of stuff, and it's very similar with clouds, right? I can go rent time on EC2, and I can learn a fair amount about how Amazon has built its cloud, right? Mm -hmm. But that's not really going to tell me uh, it's not really going to help me advance the fundamental science of cloud. Okay. Uh, so NSF recognized this. They put out this solicitation um, for the NSF cloud program, um, and they asked people to come, you know, to to tell them how you know we would like to build a cloud for for our research community. Mm -hmm. And um, so they funded two projects under this. Um, one of them is 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 uh, um, the one that I lead, which is called Cloud Lab. There's another one called Chameleon. Um, and uh, they both, both of these projects take this, take, you know, have their own take on this idea of letting researchers build their own cloud. Um, okay. And um, so, like, in reference to the NIST study that you pointed to that, um, you know, that sort of uh, um, identifies, like, several different pieces of, um, you know, several different types of clouds and stakeholders, et cetera, what I really want to do is, is build a facility where a researcher can play any or all of the roles in that picture, right? Fantastic. So, you know, we we have the hardware, right? That's the one thing that you know, <laughs> I guess that they um, uh, uh, aren't doing is is building their own hardware. But um, but everything on top of that, including the software that runs the orchestration of the cloud, right? Mm -hmm. So OpenStack is a popular example here. The the way that the network is managed the way that the storage is handled, the way that virtualization is done, all of those things that would be a given if you went and used somebody else's cloud. I actually want to give researchers the ability to um, um, to build that kind of stuff for themselves so they can actually study it and change it and have full transparency into, you know, what is the network that they're running on look like? What is the... Um, what other things might be going on in the network at the same time? What isolation mechanism? You know, not just accepting the isolation mechanisms that somebody else is providing them for them, but actually, you know, building their own isolation mechanisms. Um, right. Because the, the 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 thing is that you know, right now there are a bunch of applications that we think of as being kind of good for the cloud and not so good for the cloud, right? So, you know, hosting web servers, right? It's today, you know, known to be something that works very well in the cloud because of the kinds of technologies and isolation levels of isolation that the cloud provides, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, today's clouds are not that great if you want to do, um, if you need real-time guarantees, right? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if you want to interact with the physical world in some way that you have some kind of guarantees about what that, um, mm -hmm. uh, 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 about what that, uh, you know, about, about the timings that you get. Um, you know, they are, you know, there are, there are varying opinions, for example, about whether it's good for high-performance computing. Uh, there are clearly lots of issues uh, surrounding security and privacy in the cloud and how you can build a, um, you know, like cloud computation and storage system that gets the users of it good security and good privacy for their data while remaining easy to use and while not 
you know, removing a bunch of the things that the cloud provider would like to do to save, you know, money, like compression and deduplication and that kind of stuff. So um, there are a whole lot of um, areas there that, you know, people have a lot of good ideas in, and, you know, the point of this facility is to enable them to build their own cloud so that they can really experiment with all those ideas, and, and hopefully ones that I'm not even thinking of, right? <laughs> <laughs> As all good ideas, they should spawn yeah, new. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, and you know, another another way to look at this is that the the cloud, as we know it, has made it fairly easy for um, uh, it, so it, it's made it incredibly easy to get something that used to require a lot of time and a lot of money to get even just a few years ago, right? So you know, I can go to Amazon, I can give them a credit card number, and a few minutes later. I have a virtual machine, or I have a hundred virtual machines, or I have a thousand virtual machines, and that's something that you know, uh, you know, it used to be I had to go, you know, order it from somebody, and I had to, you know, set it up and plug it in and get it wired and get it configured, and and it's and it's totally, you know, trans you know, that 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 is the aspect that somebody else's computer aspect, right, right. is really this transformative piece of cloud computing, and it it it, it really is. Kind of inspirational for people to set up stuff and to try to scale to levels that they couldn't have years they couldn't have years ago. Well, what I want to do with Cloud Lab is do a similar kind of thing, but with for a cloud, right? So I want to make it as easy to get a cloud, an entire cloud of your own, <laughs> as it is to get a virtual machine today, right? Um, so to come and uh, uh, describe to us the cloud, and if I say describe to us, I mean uh, not you know coming and talking to somebody, but I mean like providing a machine, you know, readable description of a cloud, and, you know, 5, 10, 15 minutes later, there, there it is. There's your own cloud that has, you know, hundreds uh, uh, or thousands of cores in it, lots of storage, um, and it's yours. You get to play with it. You know, go replace any bit of it that you like. Um, and, uh, um, and I hope that that will be kind of as inspirational for people to think about what the cloud is and can be as virtual machines are for server infrastructure. I love it. I really love the idea. Well, I look forward to, to touching base with you as this project progresses and, mm -hmm. and keeping, keeping the public abreast of what's happening in, in, in these, well, not just one project, but the, the program in general. Yeah, so, right. Once again, congrats on the, on the funding and look forward to exciting results. All right. Thank you very much.